1: of the last felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy, there is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head.
0: Cheers. The world is mine, my baby. the Diablo's welcome
2: to the Diablo's Den right is that how he starts the fucking show yeah and i'm your co-host okay. jay reason and i'm here with the one and only lord ezek and his prince mug
1: what's going hello, on everybody Ian? hello everyone
2: out there hello everybody welcome to corona chronicles episode number 21. Man, I can't believe, dude, this is on some fucking episode twenty-one shit, dude. When we started, we we thought this would be like oh, a couple Skype episodes here and there. But... Yeah, and uh,
0: we've been shut down to uh, <laughs> fucking. Who knows what's going
2: on? I People know, we are got,
0: bugging. We got fucking... one.
2: Uh, we got one episode in. It was about a year ago, actually, right around this time where we had Stigma. We did Stigma Live last year. It was right around this time, man. How was yeah, your?
0: um yeah, yeah, you remember what happened after that? Well, so listen, just... we're not here to discuss that. How <laughs> was your? <here>,
2: um... <laughs> How was your holiday, E? We're just getting off uh, the end of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Happy, ha- ha- happy, uh, right? Just getting the th- happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy
0: Hanukkah. Happy, happy Hanukkah Han- today. Holika. So all my brother, all yep. my Jewish brothers, just happy Hanukkah, everyone. I was gonna say happy Hanukkah, uh, to everybody, man. So she. Uh, so and also happy birthday to my lovely wifey, Storm. Yes,
2: happy birthday to Storm. <laughs> Thank you for the room, <laughs> Thank you. So well,
0: it's. it's Cool. To, well, everyone doesn't know. I want to tell you right now.
2: Yeah. Well, I was going to say we actually we're going to open up today with the f- awesome, exciting announcement. E. Right. You've been working on this uh lineup for something. You want to share, everybody? Oh, yes. I'm so excited. I'm going to I'll gonna give you a little drum roll here. All right. Hold on.
0: Go, go, go. Okay. Drum roll. All right. And right now, I would like to say thank you to everyone involved in this new year of Diablo Fest 2021, which comes out. On uh, December 18th, everyone. So awesome. At the Kingsland in Brooklyn. So everyone all over the world, come down, right? We'll have so the flyer
2: crazy. uh have the flyer here. here. But he's going to break fan, it down. Diablo, he would... yeah,
0: Diablo's. What, Diablo Fest 2021.
2: Break it down, so man. Who do we got on the bill this year, this year man? Break it oh, down. I got look at
0: my game right now. I get, I get the flyer right there. <laughs> but we'll put the flyer there. the flyer yep. right there. So uh, right now, it's uh, 100 Proof. Everyone, 100 Proof was a rapper was on the White Rapper show. Yep, I remember, yeah. Uh, we got Wisdom and War from fucking Massachusetts, the fucking hard. We got Blissful Juice. We got Concrete Dream.
2: Yeah, nice. Killing us, you
0: know what I mean? We got Raise the Ratchet from Ghetto Inmates, you know what I mean? Uh, from low, low East Side, Raise the Ratchet, dope. We got Rebel Manic, which you' making some noise. We got, who's this guy? I'm sorry. We got <laughs> Capo Kong, also, we got from Connecticut, right? We got Piss Mob from Jer- Jersey. Shop to Damn. Piss Mob. <laughs>
2: yo, let me <laughs> just yeah, say, no, no, no. yo, if you're naming your, if you're using the word piss in your name in 21 into 22, fucking props, <laughs> man. That's hard. That's props, right? hard. Yeah, that's listen,
0: listen. Piss. These are all like poor, poor. <laughs> like imagine, hold on, wait <laughs> a second.
2: Imagine you ask, like your mom's like, oh, what's the name of your band? And you're like, oh, piss, whatever. I, I think when people <laughs> pissed,
0: I think of oh, Kelly. I
2: don't know <laughs> yeah, <why."> I don't... <laughs> Yo, con. You know, uh, we always say this, man. But with uh, concrete dream, I really got to connect them with the uh, the guys in purity. We just put that yes, out on Static Era. So a little. Yeah, we get him, de-
0: I'm taking him on the road. We're gonna do a strawhead. Straw tour. Strawhead tour. Strawhead But we'll get. Hold on. When so, you listen. get to Vegas,
2: kiss, I need kiss. to put. Uh, I need to put purity yeah. on that. On that. That bill.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. Whatever you need, bro. We can have him open up the tour, bro. Okay? Oh, oh, so that's what I'm saying. I mean, they're,
2: they're from Vegas, so that would be uh, that they would be Crazy. ideal to open to to play there. You know,
0: I I can't wait. They would be great. Um, so So, so Capo Kong is from Connecticut. I never heard uh, of them. Yeah, the kid, good guy, good. The drummer, drummer guys like, oh, Connecticut, dude. Okay. Um, uh, we got um, we got Piss Mob from Jersey. The, the, yeah. Do underground trap metal meets like death metal hard shit. Hard, hard. Just I mean, so the name alone. Piss but... Mob. All the <laughs> jer- yeah. We got uh Tony Slippers, everyone. Thank you for Tony Slippers. We got the Force Five Syndicate with all the guys from Force Five coming out, King Relic, Prolific, uh 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 fucking uh, the DRP uh uh shout out to Jason DRP. Logic, King Relic, all those guys are coming out, they're coming out and give the we date got one Brock
2: more time Block McLeod. Give the date one more timey. December eighteenth. December eighteenth. That's, that's, that's a that's a what, a, a Saturday? Is that a Friday night? It's a sat- that's a, that's Saturday. a Saturday. But
0: it starts. At 3 p.m., guys, this is a whole day festival. So you're gonna so need a lot of ve- cocaine
2: that day. Make sure you're stocked up to make it through the entire. Event. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, no, I'm just kidding.
0: I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. to red bulls. Uh, rebels, <laughs> rebels, and again, Extreme, <laughs> you know what I mean, like that. So yeah. we got uh we got a. Uh, what's Hold on, two seconds. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. We got Block McCloud. Everyone knows that like, Black McCloud's been, you know, just songs with me. Uh, he's uh, down with the Jedi Mind Tricks. He's down with uh uh, a, a, a Army of Pharaohs, he does the dopest. He sings on all of Vinnie Pass's hooks. Sick. Uh, he raps amazing, poor Rican dude, my brother. So, a shout out to Black McCloud. So, and he, we got, of course, Royal Flush, one of the dope, dope MC from Queens who had a hit in the, in the late 90s, who's killing it. So, we got, yo, know, it's a, it, he's going right on right before the headline, Starhead. Okay, perfect. We, man. we haven't played, we haven't played in New York in a while. It's time to fucking do it. So all those bands. But after that, it ends from 2 to 12 midnight. After that, we go to arrogant Swine for the, the, the after party, which is my birthday party. So nice. you know what's going to happen after that. All right. So that's, if, you, if, if you don't, if, yes, if you, that's where you're going to be probably. That's where so you'll be you stuck. That's where you'll need to be yeah, stuck. I'll be stuck there for four, five, four hours until I go to the Q motor and my girl and the friends have that. I love
2: it, so man. That's where, that's where.
0: Fuck Yeah. Uh, Queens, baby. Oh, hold on, hold on. Rest in peace to Jesse Minnelli Casino Park boys. You know, I my mean? fucking uh, fresh metals. Uh, you know, KC. Uh, Jesse Minnelli uh, passed away on, uh, I think, Thanksgiving. And uh, damn, that's well, sad. I went, I went, to, I, went uh, I hung out with that guy in Miami, we're always whenever we were in Queens, we hung out with the KC guys. Oh, uh, your best friend are the DMS guys in Queens. So yep. Shout uh, out. Jesse Minnelli I love you. Your family, uh, God, God bless your soul, brother.
2: Awful news, man. Uh, e, uh, let's talk about something positive, man. What have you been checking out, listening, anything?
0: Oh. Uh, yes, uh, I got something on show right here. I got another, another Queens. My boy Sean Finley has a band called Examine. Okay, shout I, out. I you see this right there? And it's called Blessed. It's our Dead City Records. So right, Shout out Dead City. Yeah, this, is, this is some Queens shit here. Hard Queens shit. Corn uh, and Trap, also another band, another group. That is for Queens, go listen to them too. But uh you know, with Rich Fi. So guys, if you want a tattoo you in 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 uh, in Queens on a board you know, Brooklyn, go to uh, Rich Fi to RG tattoos on uh, Myr- uh, Myrtle Lab, right?
2: that it <laughs> uh, Yeah man, I've been uh I'm gonna plug really quick. New on Static Era. We got the new Roland Coffin single, which a uh, Roland Coffin you remember is oh. uh Tim Williams from VOD. My boy Tim. What's going we're on, we're Tim? gonna have How Tim on. Uh, I think we're gonna have Tim on as, as the next guest, to be honest. So how's, how's he doing? We'll find out on on. Corona. Is, he, is he still married? We'll find out on Corona Chronicles episode number twenty two, man. I'm gonna have him jump on. Uh, but check out the new single called Sister Misery. E. Actually, you would love it, man. It, it's got a real I, old school. Actor Tim uh, has the best. Tim Tim has one of the best voices. Oh, dude, and he and this song is real different too. Kind of reminds me, of oh, like like an old school Joan Jet sound um yeah it's really dope and we actually just got added to a very awesome spotify uh playlist so shout out over there really excited man oh, you put out the whole
0: record just the yeah cinema? so
2: right now we got two two songs out what happened is you know you guys all heard about how crazy vinyl is i know e, you're going through that with your with your own projects too yeah. so what we're doing is uh we're gonna do a cassette of the two singles and he's recording uh i'm gonna put him back in the studio get a couple more singles done and then and then once the vinyl once vinyl uh, kind of levels yeah. out it's so
0: crazy how the vinyl how because everyone everyone was like oh I'm going to do my vinyl I'm going to work on my music when I'm uh, well, now you know, I was- and, and and dude it's funny cuz you know you look at something like when
2: we put out the cruel hand right that was like right in the pandemic and the vinyl hadn't still you know there was some delays but dude we got that done very quick nice. you know 6 yeah. weeks i think so it's funny now man i just got a quote you know for a, a repress we're repressing all the war god shit i mean bro yeah next, like, you know, forget it. It's so, it's so yeah. far along. Yeah.
0: With the Spick Out, with the Spick, record Spectacular, we put up 40, uh, what's a test pressings. Yeah. We have 40 artistic test pressings, like, real art, and they sold out, but the real thing has, it's not out yet. Yeah, that's the
2: whole problem that, you know, it's, it's kind of like a whole thing. So what we've been doing a lot of, um, as I've been doing cassettes to kind of like tie it over until the vinyl kicks in. And then, you know somebody like uh, Purity, they didn't want vinyl, which was cool. They, you know, their generation is more CD. Yeah. So they well, just wanted I, they yeah, wanted the yeah okay, yeah which is great. You know. So I just want to give that a a little a little shout out, man. I,
0: I wonder why not people? Is there like there has to be a company that puts out new CD players?
2: I mean CD players, you could still pretty you could get. You know what I mean? I, I,
0: know, I know that, but they, 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 people really don't make CD players like they used to. Yeah, and not like they I, used saying, to. I think I book that podcast CD player.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I always I always wanted to do um and I'll probably do it th- next year is like I always wanted to take like the best of our show and put it on a cassette. And remember I told you that and just sell yeah. it as like a limited edition like the Jerky boy style. Funny um <laughs> I would love to do that. So I mean, we're going to do that one day, maybe next year. But yo, we got a fucking awesome show today. Yep. Yeah, no, yeah yes, we always cool. have a fucking awesome show and I say that all the time, but I'm confident that we that today is a a very good one. I um
0: Oh, I want hold, to thank hold on, hold on.
2: everybody, too, that listened uh, to the Freddy Madball episode. It was a lot of fun. Mad funny. Uh, yeah, the yeah, yo, the fucking it.
0: story, dude, of, of the rag who? Oh, my God. E. I forgot I forgot one more band that was on it. Okay, who? Sorry about that. Dijia. Dijah, It's just Tomoki. And his band is a fucking dope band. And, they, and he has a call line, the GBT Chloe line, which is like shout out to them. They're December, they, I have to give him a shout out. He gave me so much clothes. He's a good guy. And the fuck I saw him play at a Colombian hardcore festival last week, right. and he, the Japanese guys it, it killed it. I, I never seen it was like discharge. It was so fucking hard. That's That's dope. Where was that? Where was that at? At Aragon Swine. After I went, to, I saw Nuclear Assault, and and I saw, I saw. How was that? Nu- that Nuclear Assault show? How was that? First of all, I saw Danny Luca. And he was so stoned. I was like, "Yo, what's up?" He looked at me, and he was like, "I said, like, Isaac." He's like, "Oh, Isaac." He bugged out on me, Damn. and I took a picture of him. Yo. John Connolly and Danny Luca on stage is so crazy. They killed it. They brought their show. You know, it. was so hard. And they killed it. The nuclear Soul killed it. Shout out to Danny Luca and all Nuclear Soul, John Connolly. They killed it. Also, I saw fucking Lou DiBella, first time since I saw you. Oh, That's awesome, last man. Year. Yo, and Lou- they killed it. Some Zero killed it. With, with Manny, Larry, uh, Manny Pasta, Larry, and Riggs playing drums.
2: Yeah, shout out to, to, to Lou and, and all those cats, man. All, all good, good people, man. So yo, we got a good show. E, let everybody know uh, yeah. wh- what we got going on today, man.
0: Oh, uh, t- uh, right now we have a, one of my one of my friends, good friends from uh, from Jacks house Queens. Uh, um, I, he's right now basically he's a I can't say he's a, a hardcore guy because he's an author, right? He's an author. has written books. has been written, written articles. been published. He's got uh, a new. He's got yeah, some
2: new stuff coming out that you're involved uh, with that we're going to talk uh, about. It right? came
0: out. It came out. It came out. Just came out. So like, uh, I just did the Queens graffiti legends uh, book signing, which was so fucking crazy because c- people came out from everywhere and chilled. You know, if you go out to the scrapyard in New York City and I signed mad books, and it made me feel good that uh, as a person, you know, you know my my age and me were still relevant. In the world, an underground culture in the streets did, and did you, uh, graffiti. Did you say Again? our? Did you say our guest name?
2: Oh, our guest. Our guest is
0: Freddie Alva.
2: Freddie Alva. All right. So hang tight. We're gonna get Freddie on. Give us a minute. All right, guys. I would like to welcome our guest for the night, author, New York hardcore uh, chronicler, historian. Uh, here, oh, everybody, please welcome to the show, Freddie Alva.
1: Thank, yes, you. thank Queen, you. Thank baby. You. Queen, queen, baby. We're an, in- We're an intro. Thank you. Yeah. Freddie, <laughs> thank, thank you so much, much for, for joining <laughs> us, man.
2: Uh for everybody who doesn't know you, man. Very briefly tell the listeners uh what we call the the elevator intro here. The pitch, the pitch. The pitch, the pitch.
1: The quick, uh, the quick five-minute thing. Um, let me see, uh got into hardcore by 85. Uh, started going to shows, did a fanzine, book shows, to record label, uh, and as of late, I've been uh, writing, uh, either awesome. online or doing books or uh, magazines.
2: Awesome, man. Oh. So yeah, like I, yes. I, I got to know Freddie from a couple of really cool things. Uh, obviously, the first thing, like you said, is is being an author. Uh, so that that started with uh, reading some of your articles on NoEcho.net. Shout out to Carlos. Yes, yes. Carlos, right, saying. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then too, yeah. man, the, the new breed, the whole new breed uh, thing, which uh, we'll get into. But uh, Danny, why don't you uh, go ahead and? Oh, um, I know
0: Freddie. Yeah, well, how do you Fred, know Freddie. First of all, listen, Fred, Freddie's from one of the best neighborhoods in the world, the mecca of the world, <laughs> uh, Jackson High <laughs> School. <laughs> and also being, being in, in, into our scene, which a lot of people think is like when they talk about hardcore, everything's a whole bunch of like crazy white kids, whatever. We know from us three that's over here, everyone here is Latino. Yep. So, Freddie's Peruvian, Chase uh, Cuban, and I'm Puerto Rican. So, it's good to represent right now for all the Latinos. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I don't for years. <laughs> that was so definitely a...
1: Rabbit? Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned Jackson Heights. That's a, it's a small, uh, anyone that grew up there, you know, the kind of same like world, you know, each other either from uh, hardcore or graffiti yeah. or just in the neighborhood. It's, it's a small world so interlocking it's a lot of like less than six degrees separation.
2: So Freddie, most of uh, our listeners, I think will recognize your name from, uh, what I just talked about, which was the, the new breed compilation tape that you and uh, Chaka did. And that was, a, you, you did that in 89, man. Let's right. mm-hmm. uh, briefly tell everybody about that tape for those who aren't familiar and kind of that place in history and what made you create that tape, sort of the drive to do that, man.
1: Um, the New Breed basically came out of me doing a fan's thing called New Breed. I did one issue in 87 and I was planning on doing a set of compilation tapes, something got in my mind to do a compilation tape of all our French bands, uh, what was happening in 1988. So uh, that uh, at that point, a lot of new bands had, uh, had formed um, in the Revelation uh, records. Uh, s- uh, Sampler yes. had blown up the New York hardcore scene. So a lot of newer bands, and a lot of them happened to be our friends. So um, I kind of um, drafted Chuck. Chuck was a friend of mine also from, from Queens, the Woodside guy. Um, I drafted him to um, help me compile compilation tape. And besides him knowing a lot of uh, the bands, uh, one of the main selling points. He had a nice um, double tape um, recorder, so you could <laughs> nice. dub the tape. From my, big, so we dubbed, We uh, we got all these we bands all together. The to give us, um, yeah, we went to Ch- Chaka's house and the Woodside houses, um, and we dubbed every. Um, once we did a master tape, we did every tape uh, real time. We
0: did about
1: uh, <laughs> oh, yes. about an hour, like. 35 minutes each side a lot of time in his bedroom just like dubbing tape after tape and uh using our uh, my fancy background we did a booklet that came with all the bands uh, info and artwork the graffiti background as well people did a uh, graph for it and uh we just put it in a plastic bag the, the booklet and i by 11 looked like a fancy and then we put the tape in there and we just went around to uh the first place we went to, to uh, actually talking to jay about being from connecticut the place, the first place we went to with the tape, we went to the Amphrax to sell it. Um, I think uh, uh, who else, I forgot who it was playing. But on the on the ride up there, we were, we were on, the, on the train just putting everything together in a plastic bag. We got to the Amphrax and I remember the first guy, guy Chris Daly, who just smokes board oh, yeah. records. He like he basically like he, like he he just knew we were coming, he just jumped us <laughs> for, for tape, <laughs> got a tape. He was the first guy to like, you ran to his car, plopped the tape on, started blasting his car right outside the anthrax. and it was like uh, like Pipe Piper, he, like kids made up a line. We started selling them in the parking lot of the tape. And um, that was the first time we sold it. And then um, we went, later on we went to CB's uh, Mayonnaise and we and we, you know, we just got rid of, it, um, also through the mail. And um, mail was just a great time. It was a great time to document. A lot of people in other bands, where besides being friends from the neighborhood, there were friends, yes. people I'd gone to high school with, people I grew up with, people I worked at jobs, people I hung out at some records, CDGBs. So for me, it's more than just like a anonymous thing. You know, I know like pretty much all the bands there have a connection with all those people in there. So for me, it's sort of like a high school yearbook. Like I could say, hey, uh, I know that guy in that band, you know, when I met him in 81, whatever, in Jackson Heights. So it's it's more than just, a, um, recording for me it's more like a it's a yearbook um so the newbie did we got a great um reaction to it people loved it and unfortunately a lot of bands in it as uh, we put that at tape out in 1989 the time wait, 1990 it. It came around Unfortunately, a lot of the bands broke up. (laughs) So, uh, so, so, yeah. (laughs) So that kind of sucked. (laughs) And then, uh, but it kind of, but it chronicles a a nice point in between, I guess, what I I call the second wave of, you know, hardcore, which is like 87, 86, the wars and all those bands. And right before 1990, which is like more than 90s hardcore. So, this is more like the 2.5 wave, if if you will. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) it's a great testament. And about them, um, yeah, yeah, and it's all up. in four, or five years ago, we did actually a documentary on the compilation tape, which is kind of crazy. You can't never anyone having a compilation tape that has its own movie attached to it. Um, but we we got to revisit a lot of the uh, the people were in it. You know, some were still making music, some moved on, but uh, it was a great uh, also time capsule to uh, just revisit those times and a new documentary. Uh, some screenings all over uh tri state area. We took it out to LA. Uh John Woods, the director, did an amazing job. Orlando Arce, the yes. our editing guy, did an amazing job. Um it's and, it's you know, put it up when, once the pandemic hit. Orlando on Jackson Heist, actually. Yeah, he's Jackson oh. Heist dude. Yeah, yeah. He went on, he went to um he played guitar in Stillsuit, played with Burn okay. a little bit. Yeah. Uh super talented guy. He actually nice did all the layouts for all my books as well. Yeah, he did all the layouts for my for my book as well, besides editing the documentary. So Orlando major props, like doing everything from layout, design, photography, editing. And also he's also a dope graph writer. So a guy can do everything. And a musician. and a musician. <laughs> a guy can do everything.
2: Dope. dope. That's dope. And then so um Freddie, for those who aren't familiar, just briefly give everybody the track listing, some of the bands that were on that, that compilation, man. Because again, it is a. Oh, yeah. Um, in, you know, it's yeah. part of.
1: The the one song everyone associates with the comp is the Absolution song, like the first song, uh, Never Ending Game. Yep. When that goes on, it's like, you know, I remember hearing that being recorded down furious, like me and Chaka's uh, jaws were like. On the ground, you know, it was so incredible. Um, but the other Lifeblood, Blood, um, Raw Deal when it was so called Rodeo, there's a couple songs, Uppercut, Abomination, Outburst, Our Gang, there's 20 bands on it, yeah, uh, Under Pressure, uh, super bad, crazy, bad hour. trip. Um, and some bands only recorded like never played a show, um, they just recorded one song for the comp and they never never got around uh, out of the garage, but uh, and then other bands that. Went on to keep recording stuff, so it's a good mix of uh, what was going on at that time. But uh, so, so, when you oh, there, there's a band. That, there's a band actually uh, that Danny's is connected to in there. Discipline with Gus Stratus. Yes, Discipline has a uh, has a track on it. I don't remember oh, yeah. you played it. Played it. <laughs> that was the you played bass in Discipline. I, I don't, I don't think you part played, part. played. I don't know if you play. You play in that recording. Uh I'd have to double check the booklet. But um yeah, discipline is uh has a song in uh, it. It,
0: it, 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 it's probably, it probably later on when Frank would play, play bass. I, I don't know. Oh, okay, okay, right, oh, who, right. Who knows? Like, damn, find out.
1: <laughs>
0: that's that's
2: awesome.
1: Um, yeah, there's yeah, there's a new reconnection to you, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. So,
2: Freddie, and then, uh, like you said, you were—you also mentioned that you are an author. So, talk about from going into—not to—I know there's a huge gap here, but from you know creating something like this new breed compilation as a kid to now you know working on new projects such as your uh, your Queens Graffiti Legends uh, series coming up. Talk a little bit about that. Was that kind of finding that drive as a kid making that still what you? You know, kind of that passion you still have for it today. Is that what keeps driving you to do that? You still feel that excitement as 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 when you're making that fanzine. Is that kind of what keeps you going? Oh on? yeah.
1: T- totally, definitely. The the reason I got in uh um I did a book on uh the Urban Styles book is um yes. like you said, I started doing articles and uh on No that Echo. First one. And Style. I did an article on um never styles, yeah, the book. But before that, like in two thousand and um I want to say two thousand and twelve or thirteen. I did an article for No Echo called um, Graffiti and the Hardcore Connection where I profiled um, people that played in bands, not just New York bands, but like, for example, like uh, out west, the Russell also the graffiti. And that sort of laid the groundwork for me doing the the book that kind of inspired me to, hey, um, I know a lot about this uh, subject. I'm friends with a lot of these people. I admire their work uh, either in the graffiti or the or the hardcore realm. And I just wanted to document them and uh, also, shine a light on uh, anyone when never anyone talks about graffiti, especially graffiti in New York, they were associated with hip hop. You know, there's always that um, the four elements or five elements, you know, it's like break dancing, yes. DJing, um, and graffiti is always thrown in there. Um, but where a lot of people didn't realize that punk rock and hardcore was also a big component of people that are into graffiti, and especially it's in New York true. City. Street um, yeah. So I just wanted to document that. And uh, I just, and we we'll are talking about, Jay, we're talking about it was like that uh, kind of do-it-yourself angle. I wasn't, yep. um, wasn't going to wait around until someone else did it. I felt I could do it. Um, I have the, the background and the connections to do it. And yeah. fortunately, I got a, a, a publisher to, to publish it that really liked my whole uh, draft and the whole idea behind it. They really supported it and got to do the Urban Styles book. And from then on, after doing that, the Urban Styles book four years ago, um, there's a section in it, the black book section. Uh, black book and graffiti terminology is uh, graffiti writers do pieces in a black book, like a whole page and a half by 11. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I asked some writers to do some pieces in the in the Urban Styles book. And after the book came out, I, I had the idea: oh, why don't I do these uh, magazine series of just black books, where I ask writers to do uh, tributes to a particular subject so the first black book magazine i did was new york hardcore so i asked writers yeah. to do pieces dedicated to the favorite new york hardcore band um and that was you know it was a great um uh angle to maintain the whole uh, um editing aspect of it so after new york hardcore i did american hardcore <laughs> same theme yes. asked right to do a piece of the favorite american hardcore band so after that that went great you got, very reception. Um, I'll show them in a little bit. Well, i I'll just probably show them when I talk about them. Yeah, them yeah, please, yeah, yeah, please, Like, yeah. this is the cover of the uh, New, York, New York hardcore book. Uh, Whis- Whisper did that. there's a bunch of uh, tributes to uh, great New York bands. Um, Greed did a great uh, uh, tribute to Danny's band named Scarhead. So, yeah, that's, that's the first issue, New York hardcore. So then I'm going to uh, American hardcore. Freddie, got- where,
2: can, where can people purchase those?
1: Well, uh, the first four sold out, unfortunately. Okay, I have to, I'll, have to, I'll have to repress them. But the second one, Sean, I got Sean Tiger to do the cover of American oh, Hardcore, awesome. uh, which is it's incredible. Um, and once again, same concept as people doing tributes to um, yeah. American Hardcore bands. So after American Hardcore, what's the next thing? International Hardcore. <laughs> so I got uh, Jim Martin. Jim Martin was a legendary uh, Connecticut uh, punk rocker, artist. Yeah. He did uh, the, uh, the cover of Connecticut Fun, bunch of, he did a cover of this. Um, he also did an amazing um, uh, a Japanese uh, band in here. So same idea, I got a, a bunch of writers who do tributes to um, foreign American, uh, international hardcore punk bands. So after oh. that came true, uh, I was thinking, oh, what's, what could I do next? I don't want to do the obvious. I don't want to do a hip hop, you know, graffiti that's kind of too obvious. Yeah. Let's do OI. <laughs> so a lot of people think that's kind of a weird angle. What does OI have but to do? It's, it, it's cool, you cool. Yeah. It's really nice. <laughs> but once again, I drew, drew from my own um, background. When I was going to shows, 87, 88, I met all these, like, you know, some skinners that were into OI music. But they were also into graffiti. For example, yes. um, the bassist Oxblood, Paul Oxblood. You know, Oxblood is yes. a big OI band. legend. Yep. Big time graffiti writer. When I met him, he was like, you know, he had uh, Doc Martens on, fly jacket, and he'd be tagging up everywhere. <laughs> so that's, uh, uh, I got this guy, Core 2, who's also a Bronx skinhead guy, also a big time graffiti writer and skinhead into Oi. He did the cover for this. And same, same idea. Uh, Danny did a dope uh, tribute to the business in here. The business. Um, and then I started. Make it Rest uh, in peace. Make it fit. All right, yeah. And I started incorporating more of a fanzine angle to it. So I did a couple of articles. I did an article on there goes, um, there
0: like my piece Continental right
1: there. OI album. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> did I pass it? Yeah, right there. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, There's a tribute to it. Uh, to... <laughs> so I did a bunch of articles. I did a, uh, I did a playlist of Italian OI bands. I uh, did an interview with um, Phil from Templars. So I tried to do more of like a fanzine feel to it alongside with the uh, graffiti pieces. So the next and current issue, which has no music angle whatsoever, is strictly graffiti. That's the Queens graffiti legends, and once again, Danny's in it. <laughs> he yes. did a, a tribute, a tribute to a pretty legendary ha, ha, ha. Woodside writer That Danny can talk about that more. So yeah, it's Jimmy the same wants, concept. Jimmy right, ah, Woodside ah. legend. So I basically asked all these uh, Queens graffiti writers to do tribute pieces to other either dead or living graffiti, uh, Queens graffiti writers. And I did a bunch of articles as well. Uh, one is on a legendary um, woodside writer named Kane, Kane One, who unfortunately died when he was uh, in 1982. Young, that's young, a piece was, that, that's a lady, he, lady pig did that piece.
0: He, he, Kane yeah. One was supposed to blow up and do a gallery before he died, man. He was there. He was, there he was a, about to go on, he a, on a gallery got, tour, yeah. He got he got killed, got kill. and and everyone thought that he was robbing a house, but he was running away from some. It was a whole fucked up thing.
1: Exactly, yeah. The whole thing you know? he got chased. He ran up the fire escape. Got shot. He thought was a uh, mistaken like a robber. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he was about to just leave on this gallery tour. Like he had done a, a, his first gallery show and this famous painting, this blondie painting he did. It sold yeah. like in ten minutes for like ten like like you know thousands oh. of dollars. So he was like he was ready to like blow up um so yeah that's um he's a little uh, a lot older than than us i never really got to see stuff on the trains um yeah. but his story always fascinated me and i wanted to kind of document it uh i talked to a lot of his old writing partners so i, I approached it the same way i would do like a hardcore fans interviews photos uh if you look at it it's, it's sort of like it's a fanzine but i'm mean, calling even though i'm calling it like a black book magazine but to me it's nothing that i I didn't do like it's, 1988. It's, it's great amazing
0: classes. job, bro! Amazing job.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And amazing um, job. and it's not by all means; it's not like a complete overview of Queens craft uh, history. Uh, so I'm gonna have to do a volume two, and <laughs> <I need> maybe <laughs> more awesome. volumes so of Queens graffiti legends. Yeah. So that, that's that's where I'm up to as far as that.
0: Cool. So what what, what do you want to do after this? Like after the second edition, and what else do you have? Like What else you think in the future? Uh, well, in, in between What ideas you
1: have? Uh, well, not book-wise, but something that, that's related to the Queen's Graffiti. Yeah. We're going to do an art show right. where I ask about uh, there's like about 70 uh, writers in, in the book, a half village called uh, Village Works. It's a really cool yes. bookshop. It's, it's dedicated only to anything new york related so as carries new york related books they have a section on graffiti punk rock hip hop as long as it's new york related so we're going to do a, a guest it's going to show uh, about half the artists here they're going to uh, showcase a canvas there and that's starting on january 13th we're going to run for a couple weeks uh, we're going to an opening party uh so if you get a chance to meet up writers in the book, and purchase some of the canvases. So that's kind of in between. It came off doing this 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 project. So that's more of a I guess active uh, curator type project that I'm doing oh, next. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah that, that Danny's in it. <laughs> I'm definitely <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm definitely, a, I'm um, definitely getting, the, getting the, the the canvases ready for that. Right? I'm
0: getting I'm getting all up. right. Cool. I got awesome. I, got, I have them by next by in, in two weeks. I have them for you.
1: Cool, cool. Just yeah, we're gonna do a nice little catalog, you know, like picture of the canvas, so you know people look at it. So that's well, so that's the next uh, kind of project I'm working on for the new year.
2: All right. that's awesome. That's amazing. Uh, hey, Freddie. So, any would you ever go back and uh, do a label again, or any any uh, any uh, kind of music ideas you ever kick around, releasing new bands or anything like that?
1: Well, you know. I forgot to mention, <laughs> I, I did a label, uh, 1990 called Wardance Records, and I did, mm-hmm. uh, put out Citizens Arrest, a bunch of the bands. So on and off, uh, I restarted a label, but I put a, uh, a uh, couple of things, but this, um, this, the first 200 copies of this yeah. came with a Flexi by a band called The Chisel. Oh, it yeah. A Chisel or a band from, um, from England. So, um, incredible. <laughs> really, like, probably the best, like, oi slash punk band I've heard like in decades. Um, they just put out an incredible album there and they're coming around uh, to the US next year. So anyway, the Flexi was released on my Wardens Records label. So the oh, first awesome. couple hundred issues came with the, um, with, with the Chisel Flexi um, with three songs. There's a business cover actually in one of, one of, one of the songs. So yeah, once in a while, if, if the mood uh, hits me and the project is right, I'll do some like some kind of music related thing. You know. Also, yeah, when, that, when the that, so book, when the urban styles yeah, book when the urban book came out, actually the first couple hundred copies came with a mixed uh, cassette tape,
0: where oh, uh, I I,
1: yeah. I, com- I compiled um, uh, bands yeah. that had graffiti, simply graffiti writers in yeah. the bands. I had um, uh, who did I have? Uh, Looky Luke's, you know, from Gorilla is Warzone oh, his true. first band and called uh, Loud and Boisterous, and there were a couple of graffiti writers in there. Uh, I got Reps band, I got Frontline, Frontline is a legendary a band with Mackie, Blight. Blight, the yeah. old, exactly Maggie Urban Blythe, Iceman, that's his first band and they were all graffiti writers so on the compilation tape there's a f- couple of Frontline songs so like I said if the uh, project um, fits what I'm doing I'll do something music related to it. Dope, that's amazing.
2: That's dope man. Yeah. So um ready uh Thanks, what guys. else uh, before we let you go man what else you are you working on or anything else you want to plug where can people keep up with you um like I said I know you said that those uh those black books are sold out right now but uh where where would we be able to get those Well
1: the the the, the, the well the Queens one is uh, still available it just you know came okay. out just like a pressing uh yes. you can just go to um urban styles uh, um nycbigcartel.com and we'll have a link
2: uh, above for all the for right. you guys watching this, you'll be able to see the links on, uh, on the cool. site.
1: And there's a urban styles uh, underscore book on Instagram. You can follow um, anything. There's also a Queens Graffiti Legends yes. account on Instagram where I, I try to um, do more, document more Queens related uh, from the seventies to, to now. So it's not, I don't want to get just stuck in the past seventies or eighties. There's still like current graffiti coming out of Queens that's just as, as good. Uh, same like hardcore, you know, you don't want to get, even though the the law stuff is great, you just want to get stuck in the There's still current stuff that's amazing. So same thing with graffiti. Yeah,
2: that's (laughs) That's dope, dope. man. (laughs) Well, Freddie, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight for the episode, man. Um, I'll have links for all of your stuff. Uh, I also want to quickly, before we wrap up and let everybody go, thank you to all the new subscribers and everybody who's been watching the show uh, on YouTube. Uh, and subscribing across the board. Me and Ezek are feeling the love as always. So once again, uh, thank you, Freddie, for joining us. Thanks to all the subscribers. We will see you guys soon. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks, Daddy, thank guys. you Thanks, so Dave. much.
0: Thanks, thank Dan. you so much. Thanks, Daddy.
1: Appreciate it, man. I, I know that you're,
0: you're, you're a busy guy, and fucking, uh, this is great, even to have <laughs> someone like you to talk, talk about all this stuff and show the rest of the world that, yeah, you're from the scene that you you, you did this yourself. This is, uh, I, I know you we yeah, have people, you know, help you, but you're the one a lot that has of a lot to drive of in you, and you did it yourself. You know I mean? Oh, thank you. Man. Like you thank were you. like, all right, I'll get my, I'll put this out myself. If I can find a publishing, whatever, but I want to do it myself. I got that. I got all the resources myself. You know I mean? So, like, hats off to you, my brother. You know thank you, you thank so, you, thank
1: you, thank you. One, last, one last shout out, uh, Fork NYC, for their. Oh dope, yeah, shout uh, they out to, to <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Jobs
2: uh,
1: so cover the book. Thank you, That's thanks, dope, thanks, Pitchfork, yeah, and Yeah, Those are definitely <laughs> our guys, man.
2: Well, yo, everybody, thank you so much. That's a wrap for us at the Di- uh, Diablos. Had, Day. had to
0: work today. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys.
1: One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know.